Welcome to Local Sounds. All right. We are back with another episode of Local Sounds. I am Dan Stinger. Today on the show, I have Zach Henry from Halogens. Um, we're going to talk to him in a minute, but you know, I just want to say thanks to everybody who listened to my first episode. You know, it was really a, I got a lot of really positive responses and positive feedback, and uh, talking to Brian was a great time. And um, you know, obviously, it was good enough for me to uh, want to talk to more people. So here I am now. So on the show today. Um, like I was saying, I have Zach Henry, and then I have Mike Petrie, right? Yep, that's um, right. Which is a good friend of Zach's. Um, Mike's here because, yes, I'm calling you out, Seamus, for uh, not showing up last minute. <laughs> Seamus was going to come and hang out with us again today, but um, he had something come up. It's not a big deal. But, um, but yeah, so we have, we have Mike with us today, which is probably a good thing because I think he knows you uh, a little bit better than me, probably a lot more than me, Zach. A bit. <laughs> so I could help offer some insights and also I'd like to thank Seamus for not showing up okay, <laughs> and hear out who we are. I would also like to thank Seamus for not showing up. And I would like to thank Dan for calling me Jesus Christ before this podcast started. He actually said you are as good in every way as that, our Lord and Savior. That was verbatim what he said. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Thanks all around to everybody. Um, yeah, I mean that's you're welcome. I guess I don't know. So, so Zach, yes. thank you for being here. I, I really appreciate it a lot. Now. I, I've got lots of questions. I've been listening to your music a lot. But, you know, let's just start with how, how long has Halogen's been a band? You guys have been a band for a long time, right? Since, yes. <laughs> so long. Um, <laughs> since, yes. <laughs> since, yes. Uh, March 11th. March 31. No, March 18th, 2011. March 18th. Why yeah. the specific date? I don't remember why we remember it, but it was like <laughs> uh, some. It was a date that we had, I think, like our first practice with all of our original members. And then uh, George got that tattooed on his leg. <laughs> that date. So now I can't forget. <laughs> okay. It, all right. I understand. I don't remember that. why I remember it. So where does the name Halogens come from? Also, a uh, pretty uneventful story. We just, uh, the three of us, three of the four of us were in a chemistry class together. And uh, George, no, that's you and George. George, George Charlie. How do you say his last name? Saves. Jo- uh, myself. Saves. Saves, yeah. Saves. okay. And uh, Charlie, Charlie Throckmorton is the other guitar player, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you guys were in a class together. And, and he just liked the name. George just said halogens was cool, and we were like, yeah, it's cool. And not thinking, like, ten years in the future, um, we'd still be doing it in that name. We yeah. should have put a little more thought into it. Like, it's fine. I mean, it's, but it's we a good name. About it's better it than Noble all. Gases. Noble yeah, Gases? That Is that the, what it was going to be before? No, those were our rivals, actually. Oh, your rivals? In, uh, in, in high school? Is yeah. that right? Oh, okay. I feel like every high school band definitely has its rival. Yeah, those were ours. They were our rivals, and now they're not because they're not around anymore. You just crushed them. They're yeah, not around because you, yeah, you, you took them out. Yep. <laughs> Someone took them out. Okay. I'm not going to say on, on wax that it was me. <laughs> so you just had a gig on this past Saturday uh, with, with Green and Bear, right? How did that go? So, well, that was, um, one. I think, one of the best sets that we've ever played, yeah. and for sure, I think my favorite uh, Grin and Bear set. Yeah, I was really upset that I couldn't be there. Um, I was in Maryland this past weekend, but I uh, I saw some videos of it, and it looked absolutely insane. I feel yeah, like every time, packed. yeah, every awesome. time you guys play there, and every time it seems like you you, you play there with the times I've seen you, um, I've has been with Grin and Bear. It seems like it's always. Crazy. It's also always kind of like a high school reunion, which is a fun time. <laughs> and it's a, you guys always tend to bring out a multi generational crowd as well. Because, I mean, I graduated so high school. Spans all ages. Yeah, I mean, I I graduated high school 
five years before you, I think, again, uh -huh. 2008, um, or 2012 is when you graduated, right? Yeah. So four years before Rude you. Rude to say my age. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did graduate high school, too. Yeah. <laughs> we could edit that out in post. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm trying to think of the first time that I listened to you guys. I think it was, I think it was around, it must have been 2016, um, because that's when you had came out with your first, uh, is that when you came out with your yeah, first EP? Yeah, the self-titled. The self-titled yeah, one, yeah. right. Yep. So, and I remember really liking you guys because I was really into, um, I was really into like the story so far at the time. So and, was I. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could definitely hear like some of that, uh -huh. some of that influence. It, and I mean, who are some of your other influences? At that time specifically, um, like story so far, mm -hmm. I was really into them at the moment. Um, it was really in the like balance that whole like punk genre. yeah yeah, yeah like um, pop punk i know i didn't want to say it i was trying to answer <laughs> it, but i, I mean uh, you're right it, story so far is like textbook yeah I, and I know. and just some differences between that self-titled and and between happy hour i feel like it's definitely like a, a changing with the times type of thing because i feel like back then it was it was more of like an aggressive yeah kind of pop punk like your standard Absolutely. pop punk and now like i feel like you've evolved into into like a more yeah i, I don't know it's well, just that I'm also next like level <laughs> learning how to play guitar as we're like in a band uh like we start i started playing guitar like a month before we started halogens so like you know i learned a couple like chords and stuff and then pretty much charlie was just teaching me everything while we were like writing stuff and uh so every album like i'm a better guitar player than i was the album before like we've done the acoustic split also and like self-recordings that we had done in the past before the self-titled uh -huh. um you know they're i think at least to me like the parts that i play um i feel like i'm always trying to make better than they were on the last album yeah well yeah because i guess you because you had played buckle on that acoustic album right mm -hmm. and that that was before so you, were you was that written as an acoustic song yeah yeah that and, one we were going to record the um acoustic split and then i had already had buckle so i wanted to put it on there mm -hmm. um but we didn't i think for, for like a month or something after that make it a full band song i wasn't sure and you weren't really like to, gonna yeah. plan it on that or not um, that acoustic Sorry, version, version is incredible, though. Yeah, I really like it. I was I listened to it a couple times today, um, just in preparation for this, because I I hadn't heard the acoustic stuff since it came out, and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot that that yeah, song we was have on that there. One, we have one song like "Spite" yeah on there, which is like it feels like it's not even like one of our songs <laughs> because we don't play it ever. It, no one knows it. It's I mean, acoustic like you know everybody's got songs funny. like that. Yeah, it's just. Fun. I forget it exists. I mean, so so back to just some of your just influences in general. I mean, who are you listening to listening to a lot now? Um, so I'm getting back into uh, Modest Mass a lot. I was oh, out of, okay. Like I was super into them forever, and then you know any band you listen to nonstop, after a while you get you know not tired of, but you want to find new things. Yeah. But uh. I've had some time away, so now I'm coming back. <laughs> I always crawl back. To, to old modest mouse specifically. Yes, definitely. Yeah, that's the good definitely stuff. Definitely lots of crowded west. Yeah, like yeah. Long drive. Um, say anything. Also, like, their first two albums mm -hmm. are amazing. Yeah. I mean, that's that. they're pretty timeless, I feel like. Forever, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I throw them on constantly still. Um, Forever the front bottoms, too. Yeah, it's like I'm always gonna. I make fun of them a lot because it's so easy, but I think they're so great. I I think they're pretty great too. And if uh, if you're listening, Front Bottoms, I know that you're a New Jersey band. Yo, so, uh, so want to hear come. something funny? <laughs> yeah, I do. This is cool. Um, I played a solo show at the Maze, um two weeks ago, three uh -huh. weeks ago, and. So the bartender comes up to me and is like, after my set, and is like, you were really good. You 
remind me your lyrics and music remind me a lot of my hus or my fiance's band and uh I was like, oh, what band is he in? And she was like, he sings in the front box. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. But I acted totally cool. I was, so, I was like, oh, I bet you nice, did. Nice. I swear. I played it cool, yeah. I was like, oh, nice, nice, nice. But in my head, I was like, that's the coolest thing anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> you've played with a lot of different bands, I mean, over the years, yeah. obviously. And I know that you've I know that you've went on some different tours and, and that type of thing. What are some of the bands that you have played with on tour that really made an impression on you? I mean, can you tell me any stories yeah, about um, just touring in general? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, the bands that impressed me on tour, I can definitely remember. Uh, we met these guys in this band called Josie McQueen from mm-hmm. Richmond, Virginia. Okay. And they were like a band that we met super early on in like our touring days mm-hmm. like on our first very first tour I think mm-hmm. they were like one of the first places we went to and met these guys and they were just like an incredible band and incredible people and it was like a really nice welcome into like, yeah. the life of touring cool and then when was that? that was 2015 okay. 16 I think 16 that was like the first time that you yeah. had went on a tour mm-hmm. okay that was our first yeah we had done like little weekend things like shows you know at yeah. the state, like on the weekend but this is our first i think we were going for nine days mm-hmm. the first time okay so uh that's a band that always like sticks out to me when i think about touring um who else i know there's so many bands oh we played with this band the water cycle from boston okay and i was obsessed with them for a little bit after we played with them they're like uh they sound like a 60s pop band sort of interesting and they're around now yeah and their whole like their whole look and like attitude fits the music and yeah it's so out of place but so cool <laughs> i like it a lot okay um, and h- how many tours have you been on well, like, i mean I'll, roughly not, not including weekenders because you know those are short yeah. and pretty not too far away uh i don't know like five maybe four has there been any place that you've went that you've been kind of surprised about like how into it people were yeah most places i really didn't expect anywhere to care that much like i you know like i expected people to show up who like were into bands yeah like people you know, part, like part of like the scene if you yeah. will so i was i was expecting like low turnouts at every show and there are some shows that are like worse than others but mm. i mean we get like pretty lucky with the shows we're put on and they have great turnouts when we're playing so many miles away from home yeah to people that like definitely wouldn't have heard us yeah that's before. gotta be pretty awesome huh i mean pretty it's awesome strange yeah. at the same time <laughs> yeah the internet's like really cool and helpful because it lets you reach people so like on we have this one specific fan who like messages us on Twitter all the time mm-hmm. and talks to us and they're from Arizona. Yeah. And we've never been like none of us know anyone from Arizona. Yeah. We've never been there, played a show there. Yeah. You don't go often? <laughs> no, not as often Strange. as I'd like. Yeah. I really love dry heat and nothing else. Um, but so uh, Oh yeah, so the internet's cool because it allows us to uh, meet people you know and yeah, to have far people away like that but yeah. it's touring's uh so much better to do it and like yeah. see the people in yeah. front of you it's awesome to see them singing your lyrics and you never met That's them really, before yeah that How wild that must be i remember that like transition of being in a band like uh from only playing shows to our friends yeah from high school and then releasing like a real album and then slowly building fans who weren't friends like Who, yeah. weren't people yeah. that we knew or hung out with and that was so that's like the cool. threshold that is i feel like is so hard to it's, pass it's tough <laughs> we did it for, i mean we've done it for like nine years now so yeah it was tough but we're trying to get there yeah i mean i saw that the one song um the backwoods you have like mm-hmm. well over a hundred thousand plays now right yeah we get pretty fortunate like people put us on playlists and stuff yeah and um that gets so many yeah from so many people yeah um, MTV did the same thing. They were like, for a while, they were trying to brand themselves again as like a uh, a music station. Yeah. Like a a real music station. Yeah. So they 
were uh, doing like they called it the Woodies, I think, which was just like oh, awards yeah. for you know alternative music uh-huh. or something like that. But they made a Woodies playlist, and they put one of our songs on there, and that got it. Like gotcha. So that's that's a real a real amount sp- of numbers. Yeah. Also, I mean, definitely helps when you can just have publicity like that. <laughs> yeah. I was stumbling on my words a lot in the beginning, but now I'm picking up the pace and I'm feeling better about it. It's definitely Just a... Don't ask him who he voted for. Who yeah. Did, who did, for in, in which election? When we cut back in, I just wanted to say, like, be a beep, like we cut and then it cuts back in and I'm like, and I definitely didn't vote for him. Totally, and I would never vote for him. Who? What? <laughs> exactly. I understand. The, yeah. That was we over my head for a second. Name. No, we don't talk about him. No, it's, we, you know, it's a secret. It's, it's very much a secret. Um, so, so tell me, so tell me what your, how your process is. Cause, um, I know a lot of your songs are really kind of in your face, pretty honest. A lot of them, um, is, is it, are you, do you primarily write the songs? Do you typically write like the bones of a song and pass it along to say Charlie or, or, or something like that what what do you what do you typically do um yeah i think the bones of the song is a good way to put it yeah i'll write an acoustic uh track with like basic chords Mm -hmm. and the lyrics sometimes yeah and uh then i'll send them like i'll send a voice memo of that to the whole band and then next time we practice we'll like try to play through it and like build on it together um so yeah, it's like especially more recently, it's always it's becoming more and more like collaborative with every song. Uh, mm-hmm. It was when we started, it was much more like I would write a song, it would be done, and then I would show them, and they would just kind of play along to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's very much we're all, you know, contributing like our own style and parts to them. So when you so. You, Back to when you had said that you had started playing guitar only a month before Halogen started, which is insane. Did you, did you sing? Like what? No, I was it always? Were you always going to be the singer? No, I've I, never once seen him sing. Uh, in the years before yeah. Halogen's was a thing, he never sang. So Mike, Mike <laughs> was um, like, I grew up skating all the time. Music was not like Me a too. thing. To, yeah, like. I listened to music, but I was never, like, super heavily involved. Me and Mike grew up, like, skating all over, like, wall and stuff. What, so, what was your favorite spots to go to as a did skateboarder? Did you the North Wall 3? Oh, of it course. Wasn't, yeah, it wasn't an amazing I have place, a clip of it was uh, just, like, a hometown spot. I got a clip on YouTube of me crooking a bench uh, oh, down the three nice, stairs somewhere. Nice. <laughs> I got a clip Nolly trying the three. But oh. it's, not, it's not, it's like, it's whatever. It's whatever. Okay. It's a little sketchy. It's a little sketchy, but I still did it. So <laughs> hey, I mean, I, that's awesome. It got I, pops. I forgot that you were, you were a skateboarder. Yeah, skater first, musician second, and then at some point, the tables just turned on me out yeah. of nowhere. After I beat him in skate a few too many times, <laughs> I need a different outlet. Yeah. I feel like for me, it was I was just getting too big to, to, keep, to <laughs> yeah. keep skating. So I was like, oh, I better pick up an instrument or something. And at that time, because I started later too, I, mm-hmm. I didn't start playing guitar until I was you know, 16 and Dr. Combs is beginning Same. guitar class. Same. Yeah. 16, Dr. Combs beginning Yeah, guitar and that's how I learned yeah. chords. And then... Uh-huh. You know, I, I didn't, I just, last last time when I interviewed Brian uh, Perino, he said something where he, um, he never really started, he never just played songs or learned how to play guitar, he just started writing songs, that's kind of how I learned I could, as well. He do would you, do some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, that is such a Brian thing to do. I had dreams of the songs. And then yeah. They just came to me and then I just automatically yeah, knew how to And play. they were all good. And that's the problem, is he just started, do you know... 
one of the CDs in high school that I would spin all the time was just this like compilation CD of all of his garage band like demos that he had made <laughs> for like West Side Drive. Yeah, just dumb stuff. <laughs> yeah, the sand and the seas and stuff. Yeah, it was great. And were, uh, did yeah, you did you ever were you a Casual Wish fan back in the day? They were uh, before my time. So I moved to Wall when I was like. 13, 14, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I had been, like, my dad lived in Wall. Okay. So I, like, knew Mike because they were next door neighbors. But, oh, okay. Um, no, I missed them because I moved to Wall when I was, like, uh, older than, you know. Gotcha. That, yeah. And had missed that wave. That makes but sense. But I saw there was one sticker on the trash can outside of the quick check that Mike and I used to loiter outside of. There's a casual wish sticker there forever. Yeah, definitely put there by Mike Began. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Casual wish. You know what's? I used to think in high school because I just knew the name Casual Wish. Um, in my head, they were famous. <laughs> like in my head, because everybody knew them, and I had never like known yeah. people who were in a band before. Yeah. The, and same thing with From the Ground. And yeah. I had From the Ground and Casual Wish were famous bands. Yeah. And I always thought that. And now it's so funny, like, seeing, like, Mike Began and just being like, oh, yeah, like, Yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> it's, it's so funny. Yeah, and he, Mike Began, uh, who, who was the guitar player for Casual Wish, he's an amazing guitar player, but I, I only ask because um, he's a big fan of you guys, uh, mm-hmm. of Halogens, and... Uh, I was just Getting curious line, right? as to <laughs> 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 yes. Uh, I was just curious, just because if um, it's a, I always just like to ask what other wall bands you are in, in uh, what other wall bands you are influenced by. Um, so Sentient what? What? Sen- I mean, I mean, how can you not? How can the, how can anyone yeah, not be influenced the best by them band at all? Coming out of wall, right? I I'm always mesmerized every single time I watch them. <laughs> It's amazing because they're all the most talented at their instrument. Yeah. Out of like anybody that we know and they're so like that's one part of it and then two, their chemistry is so good because they're also just like best friends. Yeah. Especially like Joe and Nigel have been in UFO Tofu yeah. from before this, so they've been in a band together forever. Yeah. They work together like so well. Mm-hmm. And then Connor of course is gonna be perfect with them. Yeah. I mean do you know when Connor started playing guitar? No, long before I knew him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause How I long have you guys been friends for? Like our freshman year of, our freshman year of high school, he was also really tall, so I would see his head poke out. <laughs> uh, kids in the hallway, and I was new and like trying to make friends, and I for some reason thought, I was just like more outgoing when I was younger, and I mess. Connor and I have talked about how before I'd ever met him, I messaged him. Yeah. On Facebook, like out of nowhere one day. <laughs> uh, we didn't have any classes together. And I just said, yo, wasn't that party so crazy the other day? What? And, yeah, I know. There was no party. <laughs> and uh, Connor just went along with it so well. And then we were hallway friends from that. Gotcha. Like, he was like, the yeah, step. that's. He was like, yes. yeah. It's a friendship. And then we ended up, uh, like, yeah. And then I ended up becoming good friends with him through skating. He was a skater skater also so i, I knew connor before uh sent like before i knew him through music also so, so that's so what the song uh o'gorman's about right because you're wondering if he smiles when he's all alone sort of <laughs> uh so that song o'gorman is, tell me about that song because yeah, because i i texted you that one day um about how i literally use your lyrics in a sentence because there was somebody talking about somebody else at my job and they were looking at them on Facebook, and they were just talking about how this guy that I work with is always posting like all these things that is clearly making his life out to be maybe a little bit better than it actually is. Oh, um, he's a phony. Not yeah. on social media. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's like that's like the biggest crime ever, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, and I remember I texted you because um, I wonder if he does smile when he's all alone. <laughs> but what, where did like the he, idea come he from? Doesn't that? need to be such a phony. Right? Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of the whole point of the song. Is um, I there are certain parts of my life that are less than amazing that I wish you know that I'm like trying to change and stuff and parts of myself that I'm trying to change and 
I focus on them a lot and I compare it to the success and like happiness that I see from people that I know on the internet and like all the like pictures of them having fun with like so many people and like doing great things and when I'm in like one of those moods it's like a weird it's weird but there are certain things that make me happy um, just yeah. as like by myself mm -hmm. like I'm alone I can be happy with this thing um, and that is kind of what O'Gorman's about like when they're not on social media and when they're not putting up a show for somebody mm -hmm. are they truly as happy as like they're making it out to be are they really having like as much fun is everyone else really having as much fun as they say they are or am I just like creating this story in my head of how much fun everyone's having and everyone really just has an average life and I'm just like creating this thing to compare to yeah no I was gonna Sorry tell you if that was a ramble no 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 I, I that's why you're here um, but in response to that I would tell you Spoiler alert. The answer is <laughs> no, they don't. Uh -huh, uh -huh. You know, some people... <laughs> not all of them. Yeah, yeah, not all of them, but <laughs> some of them are out there <laughs> just balling, having a good time. And those people, I respect. I'm envious of anyone that's just, like, yeah. killing it. Right you know, now. and that's... I, I definitely have... I find a lot of joy in seeing other people happy, but I don't think that's what you're talking Depends about. Depends on the person. Yeah. Yes, sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Like... Yeah, and I was about to... Like, do I hope Alex Trebek makes it out okay? Yes, of course. <laughs> but, like, there are other people who I... You know. But if Alex Trebek ever wrongs you... If Alex Trebek ever tries to cross me... That's true, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> All I'm saying, stay out of the way, Alex. <laughs> so, let's talk about some more songs. Yeah, yeah. The song Sometimes... Mm -hmm. It, at what point when you were writing that did you decide that it was only going to be just north of a minute long? <laughs> <laughs> when uh, the truly honest answer is when we were playing it and we were like, this is really good. And then we would go to like write a second verse and everything we did just kind of felt like forced. Um, mm -hmm. Like we were dragging it out. Or that it was too repetitive. Mm -hmm. There wasn't enough like dynamic in it. Yeah. Um, it just felt too repetitive when we tried to add a second verse because it's a really simple song. Yeah. And uh, it was just, it just felt like it was done at that point. Yeah. Like it got us. You point just, across. you just like knew. Yeah. yeah. And I, I totally agree with you. Mm -hmm. um, I think that it's the exact right length. And again, Amazing. it just kind of. I thought you were about to roast me. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean. No, it's terrible. No, um, I well, I also like how, and and I, I think you did this in that live video you did recently, and I think you, I've seen you guys do it live a few times too, where you just kind of go straight into it from buckle, and it, yeah. and it's it's perfectly goes into it. So I I, I think yeah. that that's like a uh, that uh, compensates for anyone who would yes we did be that really with, upset about the we, one minute length. We did that live <laughs> video with uh, lampshade sessions. Yeah, and, uh, Colin Hansen, and I just felt the need to plug them because I yeah, really please. like Connor and that was an amazing experience. Yeah. So. How did that come about? Uh, Connor is one of the many things he does is run sound at the Asbury Park Brewery. Oh, okay. Which we, um, yeah. you know, frequently mm -hmm. play. Because our favorite venue. Mm -hmm. So we play that place a lot and uh, just got to know Connor through that and he's, you know, big in the Asbury music scene. So Awesome. Connor, if you're listening, <laughs> I'll talk to you also. Um, very interesting. So while we're still talking about songs, and um, you know, I definitely have the the one I have most questions about is "Buckle" um, because I mean, it seems like that is about something very personal, and I was unaware until somebody told me that your your father had passed away. Correct? Who told you? <laughs> Just kidding. You yeah. did. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, right. on the song on the song right I mean I because I, I just you know I, I feel like before I uh, had the idea to do this podcast I my dad was alive then <laughs> before you had that's not, <laughs> oh is that not what you're going to say, I was, gonna say. <laughs> oh, okay. I was gonna say before I had the idea I maybe listened to that song but more for the aesthetic than yeah, yeah. like deep diving into like the lyrics mm -hmm. and stuff and recently you know I mean before even speaking to you about doing this um I listened to it more, but that's kind of what 
got me, you know, interested in talking to you just because, uh, you know, uh, stuff, stuff like that that happens heavily influences people, not just mm -hmm. in music, but in their yeah. lives. And I just, Definitely. I mean, when, if, if you don't mind me asking, when, sure. when, when did your father pass away? On Halloween of 2015. Okay. So when you talk about in the song... I mean, can you just elaborate on the song? I mean, when you wrote, did you write it pretty quickly after um, that happened? I mean, yeah, relative. So I actually waited a little bit because I felt so phony. I felt actually like bad that that was even a thought in my head afterwards. Like I had found out that my dad died, and then like, you know, it's not what I'm thinking about twenty four seven. Right. All the time, every day. Like, there's space in your head to think about other things. And just, like, in my head, I was like, well, there's going to be a song about this. Like, I'm in Halogens. Yeah. You know, I'm going to have to you have a song an about this. You have an yeah, outlet to be able to, to express it. Yeah. But I waited forever because I felt like such a phony trying to do it then. I was like, I'm just trying to force it. Yeah, you weren't ready. I'm just, yeah. I just didn't want it to sound like I was trying to capitalize on it. Like, mm -hmm. that... Even though, no, I mean, at this level of our band, no one's going to think I'm trying to capitalize on that. Right. But just in my head, I was like, I can't do that. Yeah. Um, also, it takes time to get perspective on a thing. Definitely. Like, that big of a loss, like, takes strict, well, a lot of time yeah. <laughs> before yeah. you even know what just happened. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah I, definitely. I, I mean, I I can only imagine. Um, it's, it's, when I listen to that song, it's interesting for me because I... I mean, my father is alive, but he, <laughs> but he was, he was absent my whole life. I didn't meet my yeah, father well, until I was twenty-four years uh -huh, old. Okay. Um, so when I hear that song, and I, I, I mean, am I right to think that or feel like there's like an essence of like? Yes. So I, I'm I gonna I'm already, to I think, yeah. jump into what you're gonna say because I was, uh, like, yeah, oh, I was like an essence of like resentment yeah, or something. We were like, you know, not estranged, but we had a lot of issues just from, like, uh, things that he had done and, like, yeah. was still doing, uh -huh. you know. Um, our relationship was never, like, super amazing and solid, and there were, like, the things about his death that, like, really impacted me. Yeah. Um, just in the way that, like, wow, maybe this would have been different had like certain situations been different yeah so there's a lot of like regret on my part even though if i feel like i don't feel like i had an unjust reaction to things that were going on in my life being a kid and this is supposed to be a person that i look up to and mm -hmm. all this stuff yeah um i don't think i ever acted irrationally but also at the end of the day, it's, like, a person who did love me and was, like, my father. So, yeah. Um, that whole song comes from, like, just that sentence, basically. Just uh, resentment, but trying to also... Trying to cope with cope that. With that. Yeah, because, like, you still love him, but at the same time, you're, like, you know... Hurt give yourself things. some perspective also yeah. just on your relationship. Yeah, and there are flaws that I see... Or that I saw in him that I, like, see in myself so vividly. Yeah. And, like, that's the line, uh, I'll always hate your blood in my veins. But, yeah. You know, I love... Because, like, there are things that I do that are just like him. And they were not, like, good things. <laughs> they were, like, not the best parts. I... I... Again, I can relate to at least that part mm -hmm. of it where... Yeah. Again, I, I... I was estranged from my father until I was 24, and then... I have been estranged since 2015 from him now. So we were mm -hmm. only, like, we tried to develop a relationship and it didn't work. And, uh, but there are just so many things that when I met him that, he, I mean, we even sound the same. We even, yeah. are we even, re like, speak, like, the way that we speak is the same. Um, so when you can, when you point stuff out like that, and then, you know, he had definitely had some, some bad habits and <laughs> bad things that he did that, you know, I, I may have, may not have gone into as well or inherited. Uh -huh. And, and uh -huh. so I totally, it seems to work that way, doesn't yeah, it? it does. So, so when you talk about in the song, um, it, is it the, the second verse I think where, or, um, it's like apparently, 
Apparently, uh, apparently, it's a piece of themselves in you. It's really true, dude. I don't want to be cocky, but I'm very proud of that line. That <laughs> I like a good line. I. It's like an alliteration. Yeah, it's a whole bunch of shit. Yeah, it's a whole bunch. I. Of shit. Uh, yeah, I. <laughs> I've had to listen to that line a couple times to to. To like get, to to hear to like hear that aesthetic and appreciate it, <laughs> um, but I I really like it a lot. <laughs> Thank you. Thank it's okay. You. You're allowed to accept compliments. Here. I was, yeah, <laughs> I love your music. Um, I like accepting compliments like very arrogantly as a joke, or just completely like retracting and not wanting to give them at all. There's no in between. Is that how you react when somebody tries to it's talk to you gigs? I mean, yeah, definitely. In real life, yeah, like either someone will come up to me after a set and they'll tell me, "Dude, great set," and I'll be like, "I fucking know. Like, that, was the best, that was the best set you've ever seen." Or I'll just be like, "I think you've oh, said that to me before." Yeah, after I'm sure, dude. Before. Yeah. <laughs> or I'll be like, oh, thanks, okay, cool. And then, like, try to scurry away. It really is so hit or miss. Mike, he really is that cocky, I bet, right? He really is. <laughs> He'll be like, oh, I'm such a big fan. He'll be like, yeah, the line is over there. <laughs> 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 do a cover right i did tell me about that i wanted to do a song called earth angel uh which has been performed by a lot of people but i think it's originally very, it's an old song yeah, yeah i think originally it was the penguins or that's the oldest that i can date that's it. the one that i can think yeah. of off the top of I my could head be, i could be so wrong i don't know if they wrote the it or not wild exactly <laughs> Dude, music in the 60s people just passed around yeah i mean Everyone elvis played all the songs elvis like didn't write any of his own songs like at no. all <laughs> he doesn't have to when yeah. you dance that good you don't got it when you have hips that don't lie like that i mean that's true <laughs> elvis would have done a great super bowl show <laughs> i think i don't know if elvis is a bad guy and i just don't know it then i take that back <laughs> but i think he would have done a great super bowl show so earth angel why why do you want to cover this why are you going to cover this song for us because uh, that song is so good, first of all. <laughs> but um, I never got the opportunity to play it at a show because no one else wants to play. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. one else wants to play. No, it. I, I, I kind of figured um, that when you when you asked me, you were like, "Oh, is it cool if I play a cover?" I was like, "This yeah. is probably like one of the rare opportunities that you get to do that." <laughs> just, yeah, and I play some solo sets, but um, I always just forget about this song. Yeah, and then to you, like we were talking about doing the podcast, and then. I was trying to think of what song from Happy Hour I could do because I've done Buckle so yeah. many times acoustically, yeah. and uh, you know I was trying to think of what would sound the best, and then I just thought about Earth Angel. Sure. And I couldn't get it <laughs> off my mind. That'll be fun. Yeah, That'll we'll see. How, this will be my first time ever playing it. That's so great. We'll see. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I'm happy. I'm honored to be the the medium for that. Um, but one thing that we were talking about just moments ago is what do you think happened on 9-11 <laughs> because i got a sense that that maybe maybe you you think that 9-11 was a conspiracy i don't know anything man look into it yourself I just think there's, there's just some things there's that just, don't add up there's <laughs> aliens are a conspiracy i'll get behind that why is that because they're real that's all have you seen one you don't. I'm just going on probability. Probability. Probability says that they have to. Do you be out think there. that they've been here? That is the question, right? Who knows? That's like, the question I'm asking you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't dodge it. Uh, don't. I like. I want to believe that they have, and that they're friendly. But that's. I don't know. I think that's a weak argument. No, like that's just an that's an awfully optimistic dream. But 
I don't know. There's a lot of things that make me think that they have been here. Like, uh, you know, five years ago, I watched three hours of someone talk about the ancient pyramids, and I thought I knew everything. So at that moment, I was... <laughs> it was on the History Channel, probably. Yeah, right? I was convinced that, like, the uh, aliens had something to do with the uh, building of the pyramids, and then that aliens, angel depictions in, like cave drawings and uh, Egyptian writings were actually just UFOs and aliens and stuff. But I was a young lad. And, you know, now <laughs> now, more you're, now in, you're old and wise. Now I'm old and believe in a destroyed civilization that was here like 15 to 20,000 years ago. That was much more advanced than we had ever believed but then was destroyed by some cataclysmic event and was erased completely from history, and then the survivors recreated the population. Have you ever... Where does Hillary Clinton fit into all that? (laughs) (laughs) Then you have me sold. So, if you subscribe to ten conspiracy theories, there's a good likelihood that maybe one of them is correct. So wouldn't you rather be right about one of them, even though you're wrong about the other nine? Of course. It's worth it, right? That's why, yeah. I mean, I guess you're right. The probability would be that you're probably right about one of them, and and you'd want to be right about one of them because they're all crazy. They're all like they're all fun. That's yeah, the issue. That's the issue is people are bored and conspiracies are fun, which is the real problem. Because I'm home. Like it's a long day at work, right? I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I go home. I lay in bed. I'm flipping through Reddit, and all Reddit is doing is showing me conspiracies about how they think that the Chinese government created the coronavirus to attack the protesters in Hong Kong. And that's a fun story. <laughs> so, like, it's terrible, but it's more interesting than, like, oh, nature made us all sick because viruses happen. That's not fun. <laughs> that's not... Hollywood would so never you... make a movie about nature. So you... <laughs> I... More like the bye, Tannic. <laughs> See you later with that idea. So you don't care. I don't even know. How to, I don't even know how to respond to what you're saying. I think that um, you're right. Conspiracy theories are a lot of fun. They're so much fun. Do you? What do you think about songs about conspiracy theories? Could you ever write a are song? Are there any? One? No, I could. I mean, I could. Blink One Eighty Two. These aliens exist. True. Yeah. That, I think, is the anthem for uh, conspiracy songs. I can't name many others, but that's a really good one. Yeah. Mike, you got any? Looks like like you got Yeah, you look Songs or... Yeah, uh, conspiracy songs. We don't need more conspiracy ideas. I guess I would write, like, uh, I'd write about the CIA being uh, a little too powerful. No, I I know. (laughs) But do you know of any existing conspiracy songs? I heard a great great Alex Jones uh, video that was remixed to be a song. Yeah, it was like the indie folk Alex Jones song. It was like, <laughs> hilarious. I wonder what he's doing now. Being repulsive. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, back to music. Right, Back right. to the music. Forgot that was a thing. Um, yeah, so, uh, we just got a little sidetracked. You, um, didn't you recently get a new band member? We did. We did. So, uh... No, there's no bad story. There's no bad blood or band fighting, which is, again, unfortunate because that would be a fun story. <laughs> if we had like a huge Eagles level argument and didn't like each other, yeah, that'd be fun. But Tim, uh, our bassist, you know, we've had him since we started. Best friend from high school. Uh, he went to school in Rhode Island, you know, okay. and he was playing with us through that whole time. Still going on tours with us and stuff. And it was awesome because we were getting shows in Rhode Island through people that he knew. Yeah. Uh, but then after school, he just got like a pretty solid job mm-hmm. up in Rhode Island and his girlfriend was uh, finishing school and living up there. So it just made sense for him to be up there. Yeah. And uh, you have Kyle now, Kyle Donovan. And yeah, we just got Kyle Donovan to replace him. Kyle Donovan was the bassist of this band, Karina Karina, okay. who we went on our very first tour with ever. Mm-hmm. Our very first tour that I was just talking about, Karina Karina was on that tour with us, and uh, I loved them. They were amazing. No longer an active band, but they were amazing. 
Kyle was the bassist. We got to spend a lot of time with him. Prior to that, um, he was a, in a band with another good friend of ours, mm-hmm. Matt. Um, him and Matt were in a band together. And so we've known Kyle forever through like a bunch of bands. Yeah. And he was just like a great fit for us at the moment. Like he was looking for a band to be in. Mm-hmm. We were already great friends with him. Yeah. So it just worked out perfectly. Yeah. He is a silly goose. He is a silly, silly <laughs> goose. And I love him for it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't, I haven't met him yet. Um, oh, really? No. I, yeah, I, he's very polite. I've met Charlie nice. a couple times. I don't even know if he would remember me or not. Oh, um, he's got the memory of an elephant. He doesn't forget anything. <laughs> um, I've met George more than Charlie, and I've spoken to George more than Charlie. He's great as well. Um, and he, he's been taking on, he sings a lot now, right? I don't know. Charlie? Uh, well, George sings a little bit now. George too, right? does sing, yeah. I've been seeing, like, some of those harmonies he was doing the last time I saw you guys play at House of Independence. I was, like, just not expecting yeah, those so pipes. <laughs> at practice, we all, like, you know, George and Charlie will sing harmonies where they want, like, when they're, you know, yeah, feeling whenever it, they feel we're comfortable, just practicing, yeah. we're just messing around, no big deal. But then when we're playing shows... It's like you're playing a show, you kind of like, you don't zone out, but you're not really like, at the end of the show, I don't even know what songs they like sang for. Yeah. So people are like, oh, George and Charlie like sounded great in these songs. Yeah. And I'm like, sometimes, like in it. sometimes I'll hear them and it's awesome because yeah. when you can hear that like live, then it just makes me more like excited to play yeah. so I'm like, oh, that sounds great. You're so I feel like you're so focused yeah. on on whatever you're when yeah when i think it's going well i'm like more energized and ready to go mm-hmm. um but yeah people are like they sound great and i wish i could hear it more because yeah. i don't even like realize it's happening <laughs> when it's happening i don't know where either of them sing all yeah. the songs yeah i can't think of specifically when i heard it but i just remember being impressed and and just not i know moving. for a fact that george sings on one of the new songs that we play and charlie sings on sometimes what um sure (laughs) but that's it so yeah i saw that you guys had a did you you're playing a new song recently what we've been been playing a few yeah Yeah. um we've been putting like there's one all the names are like tentative you know so Uh i don't really know but yeah we uh have been playing one that we just refer to as uh talking shit (laughs) <laughs> or I prematurely named it In a World. Dot, dot, <laughs> like a movie. No. Yeah, yeah a I world. know, dude. Exactly. Just yeah. like that. <laughs> dot, 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 in a World. Yeah. But, like, that name is so stupid. Exists. So, we're probably going to change that name. But I don't want to call it Talking Shit because I don't like cursing in titles of songs. I don't like cursing that much. Not that I have anything against it, but I try not to, like, just curse in a song just to like just fill words yeah so i don't want to call it talking shit because it's uh i don't want to curse in the title but that seems to be like the hook of the song so it might end up being that but we've been playing that at every show and then switching three other new ones in rotation yeah like depending on the show that we're playing so you okay so when can people expect new stuff coming from you? We just confirmed recording dates June 1st through the 7th. Oh, awesome. We're going to be recording uh, 10 songs with Adam Chioski, who we did our self-titled and happy hour with. And uh, we just put the and That's what Grin and Bear down. Did, did theirs with too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he they mentioned that. They just did uh, Be Gentle with Yeah, yeah. Adam. Yeah, I mean, the quality of Happy Hour and, and that album also, uh, Be Gentle, are, is just awesome. I mean, he's just, he's, yeah, I'd love to meet this guy. He just he's seems awesome. like he does such a good job. Adam. He's so fun. And he, he's really good at, like, uh, giving ideas, too. Mm-hmm. Like, there's one, spart, one uh, part specifically in our song, Ayudame, uh-huh. which was, like, our, that was our self-title, so yeah. that was our first time with Adam. And... He uh, heard this one part of the song. I don't know. It's going to sound super vague now that I'm like, this one part and this one part. <laughs> but, like, he, yeah, he just um, is really good at being like, oh, I think this should maybe sound like this instead. And having an outside perspective like yeah. that is so good because you hear the you same song forever. You need it. Practicing it, and you just become, like, 
more so complacent with it than mm. like happy with it. I think it's especially good when you have somebody like that. I mean, I've I've recorded uh, albums, you know, with my old band Lamats, um, mm. and and when I was in high school as well um, with my high school band, and it, it's always very helpful to have people for a lot of those reasons. I mean, just to kind of filter out even laziness. I feel like there are songs where you write with the rest of your band and maybe maybe you have an idea of how you want it and you need the drummer to do a, cert, a specific thing, but you, it, you don't want to argue with that person about doing it a specific way. And then sometimes, you know, if you have an outside perspective to, to kind of steer that, it, it puts a mediator in place, you know what I mean? And it, it not that, I mean, I'm sure you and your band get along really well, but there's still, there's still going to be we disagreements do. and that type of Especially, thing. Especially, you know? yeah. So it's, it's okay because we're like, like we've been friends for so long. Mm-hmm. So we're like best friends way before like bandmates. Yeah. Like, you know, the band is like, we're real friends yeah, before secondary, we're like yeah. in the band together. So, um, like sometimes we'll argue and it's I think about it after the fact and it's such stupid stuff but like sometimes we won't even argue but we'll just get into little things about like a set order uh-huh. or like um, you know a track listing or something yeah. mm-hmm. something stupid like that and it uh, like we'll get not even into a fight but like a little irritated like why uh-huh. don't you just agree with my opinion <laughs> yeah but it's always so like uh, you know shallow yeah it's middle school over after that Mm -hmm. stuff like george will be like zach turn down the auto tune on your voice please (laughs) and i'll be like i can't then everyone will hear it (laughs) it'll be like zach stop putting all the shirts on you're ripping the sleeves and ruining our merch because your arms are so big and bulky yeah and then george's like zach stop making jokes about your muscles because no one wants to hear them anymore dude. (laughs) (laughs) typical band drama yeah yeah, it's it's happens happens with the best of us right (laughs) what else do you want to talk about i don't know but i want this to go on forever yeah it's kind of you know it's it's interesting how when you when you listen to podcasts it's they all seem like super neat and like yeah, just tied like a cohesive up. one yeah. string conversation. And but it's also like I don't understand how anyone does anything less than at least an hour. Like I don't know because because there are some podcasts like that where they'll interview yeah. people for like fifteen minutes. Yeah, that's no one. Where yeah, they go like, like forty segment. minutes sometimes. Yeah. yeah, and and I don't I don't think that you can really get the full picture of people the, the whole point of me doing this podcast to begin with is to number one give bands from new jersey an outlet to be able to express themselves in a way other than it's just their music because we live in a world now where everything is is so everybody just wants things all all the time all at once so it's like when when you're a new band i feel like or, or not a new band but a a band that maybe hasn't quote unquote made it whatever that actually means it's it's tough to find other ways to to get out there because it's just constantly like releasing more and more music and that's what people expect of you and i just think that there's more to bands than that to more to musicians than that um one thing that my wife always says is that the crazy gene and the creative gene are the same gene (laughs) and i think that that's completely true you know there's there's people that if you're writing music nine times out of ten there's something there's some other things going on and you're using that as an outlet which is and what you said before about conspiracies those things are interesting Uh (laughs) no i um i agree completely i think um what kind of music would someone make who lives the most perfect life it would be the worst music it'd be like yeah it'd be like um I don't know music you hear in Coles, <laughs> Lord and Taylor. I mean, some of the <laughs> or rap music. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not all rap music, but a lot of the stuff that people are listening to nowadays. Dude, I shamelessly um, love rap. I don't even care. I, what kind of rap do you like? Dude, I the radio rap ninety seven point one. That's about it. That's like I don't you don't have any specific feed. artists whatever that you like. You. Yeah, whatever they feed me, I'm just like gobbling up. <laughs> uh, I'll take it all. Yeah, it's all so catchy, so good. 
like that, like those, those, like the emo rap stuff that they have, dude. Like those SoundCloud rappers. What was that fucking song? Uh, Sheck West. That I got. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The worst song in the world, and I can't stop singing. <laughs> it's so Just bad one of those things. and it's so good. It's the same thing with, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. like with with like four chord songs, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's the same those thing. types of songs. The reason why they get stuck in your head is because your brain is literally getting. There's certain patterns that mm-hmm. spark joy in your brain and spark like the dopamine in yeah. your brain. Like when you see something super satisfying, like they have that compilation video on like Facebook. I saw that. Like they have like really satisfying things that like. Just like a really nice block of cheese being shaved yeah. super well. Yeah. I can't like, think of any. Or great like something like a being, or like a group like, of something being perfectly arranged, like yeah. OCD type stuff. Just yeah. like visually satisfying things. Yeah. Um, but for your ears. But yeah. Audibly. Satisfying. That's what that type of stuff is, and I kind of put rap music in that category. Mm-hmm. Um, other than, I mean, I love Eminem. <laughs> I always have since I was little. I do think I'm better than him, but I, I like that. <laughs> um, and then I, you know, my cousin, I have a cousin who lives out in California. Her name's Lauren Neal, and she's going to start putting out some emo rap, Shout too. But oh, she, uh, face, But though. she's, yeah, she goes, she has a, uh, she goes by the, the name Licky, the rap name Licky. Okay. And, okay. Uh, but she, she was telling me she's going to start putting out some, like, real emo rap stuff where, like, she's going to use, like, backing tracks from, Atreyu songs <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, so I'm I'm very interested to see how how that turns out. Uh, I, I think it's going to be pretty awesome and a lot better than what some of these these SoundCloud kids are putting out. As I put am putting this podcast on SoundCloud. But oh, I, I'm, I, <laughs> I was going to say, and I was also pointing at Mike because I listen to tons yeah. of SoundCloud music. Yeah. You're striking at Mike's demo yeah. right now. Uh, yeah, definitely. I don't pay for Spotify, or I'm not going to pay for music. I yeah. Don't know. Do you... No, see, that's the problem. It... Fuck big music. Fuck big pharma, big tobacco, <laughs> and big music. And Spotify's a part of that. That's right. Spotify's mm-hmm. part of the war machine. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And we're cogs in it, baby. What's up? 100,000 plays on the back. No, there's <laughs> not... <laughs> But there's probably an argument against that because you want to be supporting artists you like. So I get why Dude, you would. Well, that, they, that's the commercial. They argument have a, they have a monopoly. They have a monopoly over how music is is distributed. Yeah. So I can understand it, it's a necessary type of evil. It's the same reason why I would much rather pref- I'd much rather not have a Facebook account or an Instagram account, but. I, in addition to this, in addition to my cover band stuff that I do, I'm also a real estate agent, and I, that's you have to have social media for that stuff. Yeah. You can't run a business now without that, that type of stuff, yeah. and it's like, it's, it's anxiety-inducing to mm-hmm. me. I don't know how you feel about that, but I, it's it's so like draining. I mean, what do you, what are your thoughts? On yeah, social I go media? I go through phases. Like I love. I love Twitter when I'm good on it. Like, and then when I can't think of anything, it. the problem with social media is like, I'm to the point now where like, if I can't come up with a funny tweet or something that I think is funny, it actually like gets to me. I'm like, am I not funny anymore? It, yeah, definitely. It, right? Right. It becomes another job after you do it long yeah, enough and then you feel like you like Well, have I have a reputation to keep yeah. up. And that's like, who do I have a reputation to keep up? Yeah, who are you trying to impress? Exactly. Who? How many followers do you have on Twitter? Uh, 688. You know the exact number. I, I'll pull up my phone right now. <laughs> I think so. But I know that more people follow me than I follow. I okay. used to see. I used to flex. pop off Twitter. I used to pop off. It is a flex <laughs> when you <laughs> when but it's I clear just, that uh, you didn't just friend request all those people so that they followed you back. No, dude, that means two hundred more people care about me than I care about them. Ooh. Yeah, and that if that's not celebrity, you tell me what it is, bro. I mean, six hundred and eighty-eight. I was on the. Dog. Oh yeah, you were. That's because I was on Twitter earlier today. But saying, yeah, so you, you follow four fifty-one. You yeah. just said. Two hundred thirty-seven. I guess we're going to get exact. Is it, is it possible that to actually know each one of those people? I always think about that. I have like a thousand friends on Facebook. I don't think I have. Um, a, I don't have a thousand friends. No, but no. there's like, 
like, especially with being in a band, like, I'll meet some... Yeah. I'll meet, you know, a certain amount of people in a night, and then some people are just like that, where they'll add you on Facebook after meeting you one mm-hmm. time. Straight up acquaintances. Straight up acquaintances? <laughs> yeah, more like acquaintance book, bro. And, uh... It's like, so I think I like, waited after meeting you a couple times a bunch before of people, I requested you. Yeah, like, there's a bunch of We're people. We're good acquaintances. I met like one time that. Oh, did I? Did we not become friends on Facebook? No, we're no, we, no, we did. We, we are. Did, right? I think we are. Yeah, we I are. don't. So again, with Facebook's, like, if someone follows me on Twitter, I'm like, all right, nice. I'm not like <laughs> mad about it. But Facebook, I get mad about just because I don't use it. It's a little more personal. It. It's yeah. more personal, and, like, I haven't been on in, like, in years. Yeah. I go on, and then I'll check who friend requested me. I'll check, like, upcoming events, and then I'm out. <laughs> I invited you to my 30th birthday party. You didn't respond. Did you really? Yeah, man. Got I'm sure I didn't respond. When is it happening in the no, future? No, it already happened. No! <laughs> Unfolded live on 30, this podcast. Bro. No, dude! <laughs> Happy belated. How long ago? How, it was how a, bad of a friend of it mine? It was my party was well, I turned thirty. Oh no, January. there was a party and I missed it. There, yeah. I never miss a party. I, That's not me. It was regardless a, of the it was regardless, on, uh, yeah, I'm just down to party. <laughs> it was on January twenty fifth. That is definitely a day I could have made you a couple too. Year, couple weeks beforehand. Oh no! I wish you. Oh, I wish I had known. None of night. my. None of See, my you cool know new music friends. This is my issue with Zuckerberg. <laughs> I, well, he shows me so many events that I don't even notice when you're having a 30th birthday party. Not only that. That only happens for most people one time in their lives. <laughs> you're most right. People, I, well, same thing. Unless I, you go into the WPP. <laughs> this weekend, so, so this weekend I have um, my fraternity from college's uh, reunion, and I'm the president of my fraternity's alumni association, so I'm in charge of planning it. Nice. And in Maine, Phi Kappa Psi, um, from your college of Pennsylvania, PA Row. Try um, Phi, don't try it all, am I right? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even... Um, but... Uh, yeah, so so I'm planning this big event, and it threw out this and made me realize, like, whoa, I probably should have went through a medium in addition to Facebook because not everybody has Facebook. So yeah. so what you were just saying before, it's becoming um, like antiquated, which is crazy yeah. because I remember when it took over MySpace. Yeah. Like, I always think of myself as young until I think about the events that I've lived through, and then I'm like, oh, no, I'm not. There's dust on me. <laughs> well, were you even part of, did you have uh, an AIM screen name? Probably so, like, not, I right? came in right at the end of AIM. What about I'm you? 25 I did, now. yeah. I was Wave Slave because I Wave Slave. Wave Slave 94, dude. <laughs> 94, yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. You know what mine was? It was, um, and you'll appreciate this, it was zero... The word zero, uh-huh. um, and then R X W X T X F X, like that's like rise, so with the, rise with the fallen. You rise remember that? Fall oh, with, 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 for the fallen every... uh, company, oh, yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. R X W X T X F X. I'm spe- I'm running for out the of listening paper audience, right now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but that's like kind of what it looked like, nice and that was like dude. the logo for or like the thing for fallen shoes, which. Just recently came back. They went away for a while. Yeah, they almost yeah. went bankrupt. Black Box almost went out yeah. for a minute. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they were yeah. under some. They weren't doing so Jamie well. Jamie Thomas is not too fondly looked upon. No, no. <laughs> Which is a shame because. Right? It's a hero that I watched that's, socially die. If you. Do you ever listen to The Nine Club? Yeah. Uh, the clips, yeah. You need to listen Mike, to his. Yeah. You got to listen to his episode. The stories that he tells are just. Priceless. I mean, because he just he's just been around for so long, knows so many different people. Yeah, he's Jamie fucking Thomas. Yeah, I, yeah, you know. So it's it's that was a very interesting episode. I thought, um, but um, shit is beyond me. So. You know, we're kind of um, off on tangents now, though. The last thing, I guess, musically that I would want to bring up before you play a short song for us is if there's one thing that you want people to get out of your music and if there's one thing specific thing that you feel like you're trying to say like like what what are those things just that i'm just trying to share 
how I feel and I hope that people can hear that and relate to it. Most of my songs are pretty like um, blunt and just like, I try to be, you know, like a little clever with the wording, but they're pretty like upfront, just this is how I feel about this situation. Mm -hmm. Or um, So I just hope that people can hear that and kind of like think of me as a friend or someone going along with it with them because uh, that's what everyone's looking for. It's just someone to do it with them. That's what I take away from it, <laughs> honestly. So thank you so much, Mike. Thank you so much for joining it's us been a today. Thank yeah, you. Well, Thanks for have, having us. I'd love to have you guys back one of these days. I would love to. Well, um, you know, as guest hosts or whatever, and we'll, we, you know, this is only the second episode, so who knows what this is going to develop into as time Yeah, I'm getting in on the ground level. Yeah. <laughs> if ever blow up, I have to be sure to be one of the first. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Zach. Uh-huh. <laughs> promise you can make for another two weeks. <laughs> and then you'll know. Get back to me. Alright, go ahead. Excellent. Cool. I could do it better, but if you're cool with it, I'm cool with it.